Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and rolling, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hello one, hello all. Welcome in. Take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam. I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK because nobody else will. Last time on the show, Sam Gradwell lost again, and the subculture Connors feud came to a head in a mixed tag match that was only there really to set up a tag title match, presumably, between subculture and Pretty Deadly. Also, Nathan Fraser, but who cares? This week, Teoman takes on Oliver Carter, and Mark Coffey will probably fight Shaw Samuels after tormenting him last week. Let's dive in. This is the June 24th, 2021 episode of NXT UK, and no, Peacock, I will not disable my ad blocker to enjoy this content, because clicking dismiss works just as well. Straight into the opening video this week, and Andy Shepard welcomes us in. We plug tonight's triple threat main event. Forgot about that. Ilya versus Joe versus Rampage. But up first, it's the other coffee brother for that match against Shed Harviels. We get a recap of Mark harassing Shaw last week, and here comes Shaw. The bell rings, and we circle, a lockup, we push faces, a break, a shove by Mark, a kick by Shaw, and Shaw takes the head. Mark reverses off the ropes, and no one sells a shoulder block. We go back and forth, and Mark takes the offensive with an uppercut and an arm drag. Off the ropes, and Shaw hits a huge clothesline, then lays the boots in. Into the corner for a squish, then another clothesline, but still no covers. Shaw with a kick to the spine, and there's our first two-count. Body slam by Shaw, then another corner squish. Coffee with a boot, then a side Russian leg sweep, and both men are down. Off the ropes for a running squish, then more boots, an elbow drop, and a two-count for Shaw. Mounted punches, and another two-count. Shaw wants the butcher's hook, but Coffee fights out, then a stalling backdrop, and both men are down again. A slugfest, now Coffee with the clotheslines. He goes to the middle rope for a diving bulldog, and that's a two-count. Big sidewalk slam from Coffee gets another two. Shaw grabs the ropes to avoid a jumping kick. He hits a spine buster, and that's another two. Shaw drops the suspenders and wants the butcher's hook again. Coffee climbs the turnbuckles to break free. He shoves Shaw off the ropes and hits the jumping kick. Then a low elbow gets a three count. That was... that was sudden. Replays, celebration, and Rampage is doing push-ups backstage. We then talk to Millie McKenzie while Isla Dawn stalks around in the background. She walks up. The lights change. Millie doesn't sell it at all. Dawn gets in her face. Millie gets annoyed, as do I, and walks off. Isla giggles, and we go to break. When we return, the disembodied voice talks to someone. The camera filter changes suddenly, not sure why. Afa Valkyrie runs in and starts running the ropes. Then Ginny makes fun of What's-Her-Face for watching Afa work out. Then she yells at this woman for looking at her. To a stairwell where the subculture are celebrating their victory last week, Pretty Deadly appear to harass them. 
Back to the ring where Laura DiMatteo is already waiting. She's taking on Stevie Turner here, who is dressed like a shiny Nintendo Switch. The bell rings and we stand around. We lock up and we break. We lock up and we spin to a corner. Turner with the break and the back elbow. Over by the hair, then a neck snap. Looked weird. Turner with a cravat, then a mare and a rear chin lock. DiMatteo reverses immediately, then Turner reverses that. Reversed again, and we're really just trading wrist locks at this point. DiMatteo gets dropped onto the center rope, then a face wash and a running kick from the apron. A running forearm from the apron, then a sliding elbow back in the ring gets a two. DiMatteo fights back, but the Irish whip is reversed. The big boot gets a two, and Turner goes back to the wrist. Knuckles, then DiMatteo turns the wrong way into a straight jacket lock. Knee to the spine for extra torque, then back to vertical. DiMatteo is able to take Turner over by the arms, then the hope spot. Terrible-looking elbow out of the corner. This is not great. A weird-looking flatliner out of the ropes gets turned to the three-count. That was rough. We get a replay of the shitty finish. Turner poses, and Wolfgang and Mark Coffey talk backstage. They come upon Joe, who is shadowboxing, and promise to watch the main event. Another promo for the main event, and Nathan Fraser is working at the PC. The disembodied voice asks him how it's going, but Kenny Williams interrupts him to talk shit. From there, a vignette featuring a briefcase and a contract, but not money in the bank. Blair Davenport signs the contract, so she'll debut soon. When we return from break, Tyler Bate says nice things about Jack Stars. Jack Stars says nice things about Tyler Bate. I don't give a shit. Jack talks about how hard he's worked to get where he is, how he's had more WWE tryouts than anyone ever. That's that's not necessarily a good thing, pal. And then he talks about how now he gets to step in the ring with the best of the best, Tyler Bate. Their Heritage Cup title match is next week. He turned down that match last week. Why are you subjecting me to this? I don't want this. Huh. <sighs> Enter Oliver Carter, who is accompanied to the ring by a Goldman box. Conveniently, Ashton Smith is not here because of family issues. Crazy, since this whole thing has been about Teoman saying that Oliver Carter is not Ashton Smith's family. I mean, he's not, but somehow this made Oliver Carter mad? I don't know, whatever. Enter Teoman, the bell rings, and they lock up. Teoman takes the wrist, then uses his face to push Carter to the mat. Carter breaks free, gets a snap mare, and Teoman takes the wrist right back. Back and forth we go, Carter with a head scissors, then he yells at Teoman and gets kicked in the knees. Big slap by Teoman, which fires Carter up, and he starts punching the hell out of the German. Back heel kick, and Carter clotheslines Teoman to the floor. Carter one step ahead of Teoman, avoiding his tricks and staying on the offensive, but Teoman avoids a kick against the steps and slams Carter's shoulder first into them. Back to the ring for a boot and a two-count, and Teoman focuses on the shoulder. Personally, I can't wait for sound effects. Teoman continues to work the shoulder. Carter fights back. Up kick from the mat from Teoman, and he can't get a cross face, so he goes for a Fujiwara armbar instead. Carter gets to the bottom rope, and Teoman uses as much of the five count as he can before breaking the hold. Teoman with a series of kicks to the upper left arm of Carter, then a big stomp to the shoulder. Teoman yells at Carter and gets elbowed in the face. Carter ducks the handspring elbow and hits a springboard moonsault of his own. Carter with some strikes, then a super kick, and that's a two count. Carter with an axe kick, and that's a two-count. Andy Shepard goes full Vince McMahon here, talking about how big of an upset win this was for Carter before the referee had even started counting the fall. Teoman with a huge diving DDT off the top. That's a two-count as well. He transitions this into the crossface, and Carter has no choice but to tap out. 
Surprisingly, Teoman releases the hold, and in the background, we see a cameraman rush to the entrance to catch whoever is about to come out. Teoman locks the crossface back in, and shockingly, Rohan Raja runs out to make the save. Teoman asks Raja to hit him. Raja does not. Teoman almost leaves, but then looks at Raja, points at his eyeball, and Raja attacks Carter. Raja pulls Carter up, hits a half-flatliner, half-codebreaker to the shoulder, and they leave Carter laying in the middle of the ring. Well, this makes very little sense, but that's how this whole feud has gone, so... Okay. We promote the main event again because it's time to look at Ilya warming up backstage. That match is next. When we come back from break, a kid talks to us about defeat. He talks about Jordan Devlin being a prick. He promises to defeat Devlin next week. Also next week, that Heritage Cup match that nobody fucking asked for, as well as Mako Satamura. Main event time, Ilya the Interloper enters first, then Joe, then Rampage. The bell rings, and the three men circle and eyeball each other. Not like Teoman just... Anyway, Rampage and Joe face off. Ilya tries to break in and gets headbutted. Joe sends Rampage off the ropes and backdrops him, and Ilya comes in with a knee to the gut on Joe. Ilya and Joe trade hard strikes. Coffee then lays an elbow to Rampage in the corner. He charges at Ilya and gets booted in the face. Rampage then charges Ilya and hits a belly-to-belly. Ilya with a suplex on Joe. He charges Rampage, who scoops him up, but Ilya breaks free. To the mat for some elbows. Rampage then tosses Ilya to Joe for a German. Rampage and Coffee bash into each other, then Rampage with a drop kick. Coffee drives Brown into the corner and then locks on a Boston Crab. Ilya with some forearms to Joe, but he does not release the hold. Finally, a running boot makes him drop the legs. Ilya nails some chops to the back, Coffee with some shots to the side, and then they both get clotheslined by Rampage. This match is difficult to recap. Rampage wants to suplex them both. They try to reverse it, but cannot, and he does get them both over. Rampage wants the doctor bomb, but Coffee grabs the leg to block it. He backdrops Rampage to the floor. A judo hip throw on Coffee from Ilya, then he takes the waist. Joe fights out, gets hit a few times, then Ilya with the gotch lift German and the bridge for two. I have issues with that suplex as a bridging pin because... You're applying no pressure to the opponent when you're going for the pin. You've literally just got your arms around one of his legs, but whatever. Ilya selling his ribs. He goes to the top, but gets caught by Joe. They fight on the middle rope as Rampage returns on the other side. Coffee gets knocked into the ring, where he gets Samoan dropped by Rampage. Then Ilya leaps over Rampage for a senton on Joe. Rampage then slams Ilya onto Joe and covers Joe for two. Rampage and Ilya are fighting now, chopping the shit out of each other in the middle of the ring. Rampage drops Ilya. Ilya hits a pair of clotheslines that don't move Rampage much before getting dropped again. Blocked shot looks not great. Then Ilya runs back and forth with clotheslines, finally hitting a 6-1 line to knock Rampage over. A kick to Joe just for the fuck of it, and Ilya rages up. He goes up top again, flying dropkick to Rampage, sending him into the corner. Then Ilya gets nailed with a Glasgow send-off, which sends him crashing into Brown. Rampage and Ilya fight on the floor, then Coffee hits the double jump crossbody to the outside on both of them. He throws Ilya back into the ring and goes up top again for a big drop kick. This gets it too. We slug it out. Ilya hits a spinning kick and both men are down, then back to slugging. Rampage is apparently asleep. Coffee hits basically a wacky line off a big boot. Why do I see them both going for their running headbutts and knocking each other out? Did they do that spot last time? They may have. Ilya charges into a discus clothesline, but Rampage suddenly reappears to bum-rush Coffee to the floor. They slam into each other outside until Rampage hits a power slam on a charging Coffee. Rampage returns to the ring, but doesn't hit Ilya when he drops to his knees. 
Ilya fights back with some knees to the face, then a jumping kick, a double leg takedown, then a dropping forearm. German suplex by Ilya. Rampage tries to block the second, but does not succeed. Backed into the corner, Ilya retains control. Coffee comes in and takes Ilya's waist. Rampage with the standing switch on both men, and he Germans Coffee. Who Germans Ilya? I still don't like that spot. Coffee avoids a boot in the corner and hoists Rampage up for an electric chair drop. Something happens that no one can explain. Rampage with a Dr. Bomb on Coffee, but Dragonoff breaks it up. Dr. Bomb on Ilya, but he slides out the back and hits a springboard torpedo Moscow out of the corner for the three. Ilya says something to Rampage right after the cover and then confirms with the referee that he did in fact win. We go to replays, not of whatever Nigel could only describe as a malfunction at the junction, and Ilya's hand is raised. He sells the ribs, he conducts the orchestra, and here comes Walter. Walter gets in the ring, they have a chat, then he slaps Ilya to the mat to the booze of the PA system. He locks on the sleeper and then shows an unconscious Ilya the belt. With a foot on his chest, he holds the belt aloft, and that's how we go off the air. Interesting close to the show, I must say. I find it a bit odd that this whole Rampage Joe Coffee thing seems to have only happened to get Ilya another title shot, but... I mean, the match was really good. Uh, Mark Coffey and Shaw Samuels had a good match. Teoman and Oliver Carter was good. The women's match. Decent episode this week, I'd say. Give it a watch if you've got an hour to spare. Not really looking forward to next week, honestly. My disdain towards the Heritage Cup match is kind of outweighing my excitement for A-Kid versus Jordan Devlin, to be honest. Until then, however, thank you for joining me. Be safe. Stay sane. Be good to one another, and I'll talk to you soon. Unfortunately, according to the clock on the wall, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>